I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. Well, hello. I am doing my first ever fully video-friendly solo. And so the sound might be a bit funky if you're just listening to this on the podcast, because I'm sitting in my living room at home and seeing how the sound goes. But here you go. If you can see me, if you're watching this video on Instagram, you can see my beautiful lounge behind me with my wall of mirrors because my home is my little sacred space. And I've found over the pandemic, I've gone from having flatmates to living by myself. And it's been so wonderful because this is my safe little space. And I haven't been socializing much, but I've just been so enjoying being in my own beautiful space. And I find I've been buying more plants. I've been getting rid of things. So this is just to say, I hope that this podcast finds you in a lovely place yourself, in a lovely space that you enjoy where you feel safe, because that is so important. And this actually links to what I'm going to talk about today, which is about finding and living your purpose, because I'm still sorting out how exactly this fits into my purpose. But I was recently speaking to my coach, a wonderful woman named Victoria Foster from Future Women X. And we worked out that part of my purpose is that I create beautiful spaces that people enjoy being in. They feel safe in. They feel safe to be there. They feel safe to be themselves. And until the pandemic, I was always a big host. I would have, you know, monthly brunches for 15 people. I would have dinners. I would organize things. And people always enjoy being in my house. They walk in and they just always go, oh, this is lovely. But that also extends to my work because so much of my work is about well, creating and holding space for people to explore themselves, to explore big issues like, you know, their purpose in life, climate change, supply chain exploitation. All of that is to say that I'm discovering more and more my own purpose. And I've known more or less what my purpose has been since I was very young. And I'm really actually grateful for the very strict religious upbringing I had. I grew up in a fundamentalist Christian family. And actually what that did is it gave me a real sense of purpose from the beginning of my life, from when I was really conscious, because I was quite devout. But I took from the, all the Bible verses I had to memorize. I was an independent Baptist, and they're all about memorizing the King James Version of the Bible. But I remember a verse that stuck with me, which is, to whom much has been given much will be required. And that if I don't remember many verses from my youth, I remember that one. And it's because it really landed with me. It, it felt visceral. It felt like part of me. It felt like my purpose. And so as I have explored things more formally, like what is my purpose in life, it's still the same. And the ability to articulate my purpose has been a particular gift because it's given me a map, a compass point, actually, to navigate life, to make career choices. And so I made a video recently on Instagram, just a really short post, asking 
do you know what your personal purpose is? And so I'd like to spend this solo episode exploring that because this has been part of my work more and more as a meditation teacher, as a sustainability consultant, as a lecturer, a professor. And what I'm finding is that, well, I know and believe everyone has a purpose, but most people can't easily articulate theirs. And so they can't use it to its full power. And even those who have done a lot of work and do know more or less what their personal purpose is in life, they don't necessarily know how to articulate it really succinctly, and they certainly don't know how to live it. They don't know if they're living it or not, and then maybe they don't know how they can live it. So first two questions. Do you know what your personal purpose is? Hmm. Let that sink in. And if you do, or you suspect you know what your personal purpose is, do you know how to live it in one or all areas of your life? So I'm going to spend the remainder of this podcast guiding you through a very short version of the work that I do with leaders, with people who work in big corporates, with people who come to my meditation and yoga classes, with my students, I teach leadership, and I also teach things like activism and PR. But the final assignment I always give all of my classes, because it's relevant, because these are all very purpose-driven topics, is you have to be able to articulate your purpose in a short statement that is short enough you could frame it and put it on your desk and use it. And keep in mind, these are, you know, 21-year-olds or 24-year-olds if they're master's students. So I really see it as part of my purpose to give them that gift of being able to articulate quite early in their lives and early in their careers where they're headed, what they will and won't do, and why. And why is that special to them? So, like I said, everybody has purpose. And if you don't know yours, don't worry. A lot of people don't, but it, it's really quite simple. So don't overcomplicate this. So first of all, I'll tell you mine. My personal purpose is to work with leaders to create society and a planet where all beings can thrive. And I believe that everyone can be a leader, whether or not they're in a leadership position. So that means I can work with everybody to create systems in which all beings can thrive. That's why I run campaigns on occasion. That's why I sometimes will work with corporate clients. That's why I lecture, because I want to give people as early as possible in their lives, this gift of knowing how they can actually impact the world. So there's a reason that I think this is really critical now more than ever. And that is because obviously we are going through some crunchy times. We are also taking a step up in collective consciousness. We need everyone at their full capacity of firepower to be innovative, to be conscious, to be connected to their own intuition, to their own purpose. Because without each other, we will not move forward very quickly. And I do believe that we are evolving as society. We are leaving behind some old ways, hopefully a lot of old ways that haven't been working. So for example, we have built our society and global economy on capitalism, which is completely based on profit above all else, profit above human thriving, profit above natural resources that are imbalanced, profit above 
actually thriving on this planet. So profit has become a god. And we now know so clearly, if you're paying attention, that these systems are breaking, that we can't continue as we are, and that actually things are really starting to break down. For example, you know, fast fashion is eating itself, in the words of Aja Barber, who I will be airing an episode with very soon. But she talks about how fast fashion is based on overconsumption of natural resources, on exploitation of human beings to keep clothing cheap. And it's also based on this overconsumption we've been conditioned to do. And it can't be kept up at the current pace. So their systems are going to crash. Their, their business case is going to crash. And so we are going to see radical overhauls of the systems that we live in, whether voluntary or not, because we just simply can't continue as we are. And I just want to put this out there. That is good news. Because when things break, it's a chance to rebuild better. So I am terribly excited right now about what is happening in the world. People are going through a lot of discomfort because the change is, as I said, crunchy. It's not easy to break up with systems that we're all enmeshed in. We were born into these systems. They're the fabric of our lives. It's all we know. So all we're seeing now is the unknown. And it's scary. So I suggest figuring out what your personal purpose is is a beautiful compass to have in your hand because it's something that no one can take from you. It's something that can guide you through these very unpredictable times when there is no going back. There is only forward into the unknown and we have to make it ourselves. So let's talk about your personal purpose. And it's not as hard as you might think it is because you know it somewhere deep inside. And your personal purpose is, you, okay, you have one, period. It doesn't matter what your context is. It doesn't matter whether you feel like you're in alignment with it. It doesn't matter if you're living it in your work, in your relationships, you still have one. And it's your special sauce. It is unique to you. It's what you're meant to do in this life. It's how you're meant to live in this life. It's how you're meant to navigate. So after we figure out what your personal purpose is, and I encourage you to pause whenever you need to during this podcast, grab yourself a pen and a paper. This is a little mini workshop. This is what I do for a living, and I want to give it to you. And obviously, if you want to do this more in depth or you know somebody who would benefit from this, whether it is, you know, your leader at work, you are a leader at work, or just in your personal life or a group of friends, I would be honored to hear from you and have the opportunity to maybe work through this more in depth with you. So get in touch. But let's start with how you find your purpose. So first of all, let's establish one thing. Your purpose isn't necessarily your passions or even what you're good at. So step back from that because a lot of people say, follow your passions, it will tell you your purpose. What are you good at? And no, no, actually that's not necessarily true. It's like talking about your zone of excellence and your zone of genius. Your zone of excellence is just stuff you're good at. Your zone of genius is what's particularly you. What are you, what's just you? What is something that people go, oh yeah, I love it when they do that. Like it's so special. I'm gonna keep it vague because I want you to really feel into your body and feel into yourself as I ask some questions. So I had a past guest, Paul Davis, and if you want to go back and listen to his episode, he's brilliant because he is an executive coach and he helps people find their purpose. But we talked about this, about how 
a lot of exercises, a lot of material out there, a lot of received wisdom in the world about finding your purpose is about like, follow what makes you passionate, follow what turns you on. I completely agree with Paul in disagreeing with that because I don't think that necessarily leads you to your purpose, but listening to yourself will. So there is a really well-known leadership expert, a guy named Simon Sinek, who I love him. If you don't follow him, if you don't watch his YouTube videos, follow him, him on Instagram, do, because he's brilliant. I follow him. I learn from him. And he suggests in one of his exercises that the way to find your personal purpose is to ask friends. Ask like three friends. Why are you friends with me? Don't ask your family. You know, why are you related to me? That's an obvious answer because they're related to you. But ask a friend, why are you friends with me? And then, you know, they'll say something about you or, or about something that you do. And you'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why? Why are you friends with me? And just keep asking that question until they say something that you feel that just hits you. And you'll know it when you feel it. You'll get a flutter in your gut. You'll get a ripple of excitement. You'll get goosebumps or something. But ask a friend or a few that question. Until they say something that just lands and you're like, yeah, that's pointing me toward my purpose. That's it. Maybe it's, I love how loyal you are. Or I love that you always see the world through a really different perspective. Or I love that you always give great advice. It's going to point you toward your purpose, but you need to pause and drop in first. So I'm going to suggest before you ask somebody those questions, you take a moment to just drop into your body. So make this a very somatic, a very body, embodied experience. Just close your eyes wherever you are, not necessarily right now, but take a few breaths and just start to feel your body. Feel how your breath moves. Feel anywhere in you that feels a bit anxious or open. Feel your heartbeat. Feel your breath. So you're switching on that internal lens so that when you get your little aha, that's my purpose moment, you're ready for it. You're listening for it. You're able to get out of your mind and listen to your gut instinct, to that response. Trust me, this actually really works. And now the important part is to write it down. So when you have done that work and taking the time to ask somebody, okay, why are you friends with me? Or maybe you do know what your purpose is. Write it down. This is super powerful. Not only are you using more of your senses, you're writing. This is a way that we embed things in our brain. This is a way we learn things. But also then it's there. It's physically there. You have given it form. And trust me, this is actually really inexplicably powerful. But then it's also written down so you can iterate it, so you can work on it. Don't worry about it being perfect the first time. Try to start it with two. My purpose is two for me, to work with leaders. And then what's the impact in order to make the world and society a place where everyone can thrive, more or less. So you'll notice that my purpose statement has changed approximately three times in the 10 minutes that I've been talking. But that's it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be set in stone. Your purpose is your purpose. The words you give to it are just a way that you embody it so you can start to use it as a compass. Write it down and put it somewhere where you see it every day, maybe on your desk, on your bathroom mirror, wherever you'll see it, and then can start to really live it. So let's talk about living it. 
And actually, I would encourage you to come back to this part of the podcast episode that we're doing right now when you're really clear on your personal purpose. So if you know what your purpose is and you haven't written it down, pause now, write it down. And remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. And then come back in a few moments or whenever you've got it tomorrow, next week. It doesn't need to be rushed. But remember, it's there. It's waiting for you to just give it language. Okay, now let's talk about living your purpose. I'm going to take you through an exercise. So find time and space where you can get comfortable and where you won't be distracted for a few minutes. And feel free to pause this whenever you need to during the little exercise we're going to do. And this is one that I actually did not long ago, a few weeks ago, with about 40 people from a corporate multinational that you would know the name if I said it. And it was incredibly powerful. So if, if you're skeptical, I mean, I doubt you are, you're listening to the discomfort practice, but in case you're skeptical, just trust me, this is magical. Okay, so get comfortable. Either lie down or sit at your desk or sit wherever you're comfortable. Put your feet on the floor. And once again, take time to just find your body, to drop into your body. Feel your feet. And now sit nice and tall or lie flat. Focus on the parts of your back body that are in contact with the floor if you're lying down. And now take three big breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Just let yourself get present. And take one more breath. And now let your purpose statement come to mind. Doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be the same every time, but the essence is the same. What's your purpose? And now choose one area of your life in which you can live that purpose better, more fully, or maybe start living it. Maybe it's your work. Maybe it's your home life. Maybe it's a particular relationship. What's one area of your life where you want to be more in alignment with your purpose? And now, what does it look like when you're living your purpose in that area of your life? Where are you? Who's there with you? Or are you by yourself? What are some of the details around you? And what are you doing? What are you being? Just let the picture get a bit clearer. Feel that scene coming to life. What does it feel like? Feel it in your body. Where do you feel that you are living your purpose? And how do you feel when you see yourself living your purpose in that part of your life? What are you not doing? What are you not being? Do you need help from anyone? Do you need support from anyone? You don't have to do anything alone. We're all connected and there's always help available to you if you need it to live your purpose, to be more in alignment with your purpose in that part of your life. 
Just take a few breaths and really let that scene live in your mind, live in your body. You're there. Feel it. Take a few moments, and if you want to pause and really let that scene come to life even more, see the details, feel it even more, go ahead and pause this. And when you're ready, come back gently. Grab a pen and paper. You're going to pause this again. And I want you to write down at least three things that you can do in that area of your life to live more in alignment with your purpose and give up milestones, at least one within the next week. How are you going to know that you're living your purpose in that area of your life? For example, maybe it's, I have talked to my boss about something that I'm doing that just doesn't align with my purpose. Or I have asked my boss to take on a little bit of extra work because there's a project that I'm so excited about because it aligns with my purpose. Or I am going to do a certain thing with my partner because it's me living my purpose in my relationship. I'm going to have a hard conversation or I'm going to be more loving to them or I'm going to talk to them about something they're doing that is hurting me. It, it could be anything. So just take those as, you know, suggestions I'm throwing out, but you know, you know what you need to do. So make it tangible because this is the thing. You now know your purpose. You've written it down. It's there for you. You don't have to get this living your purpose bit perfectly right away either, but it's now with you. It's in the back of your mind to be lived all the time. You have this compass in your mind. So let it help you to decide what you need to do, what you need to stop doing maybe. What are your red lines? What are the things that you're holding yourself back from doing that actually you really need to do to live in alignment with your purpose? Be excited about that because when you are in alignment with your personal purpose, with what you, just you, are here to be and do, you use a lot less energy. It's really hard to always be out of alignment. It's like walking around with one leg shorter than the other. It whacks everything out of alignment. So bring yourself into alignment with your purpose. And it might be uncomfortable. It might mean losing some relationships. It might mean leaving your job. It might mean having hard conversations. But you know what? It's better than being out of alignment with your purpose and living a life that isn't really yours. So I can tell you as someone who a few years ago, I had this brilliant coach. And yes, there's a theme here. I love to have a coach. Every few years, I have a brilliant one. And I had this brilliant coach, Maggie Newton. Hi, Maggie who helped me to come up with my compass. And that has led me to this point where I now have turned it into work that I do with others on their personal purpose. So I have, you know, five things that help me to decide what I do or don't do, particularly in my work. And it's about, I don't work for free. My time is valuable. I only work with people who appreciate who I am and what I do and truly want that and recognize the value of it and pay me accordingly. What does my gut say? That is the ultimate one. My gut gets veto power because I have 
done so much work to be embodied in my purpose that I trust my gut. It tells me whether I'm in alignment with my purpose or not. So maybe that will be your next step of living your purpose. Maybe you will come up with, you know, a list of five things that is how you know you're living in alignment with your purpose. But I encourage you to just make this yours. Your purpose is yours. Your purpose is your purpose is your purpose. There's kind of no getting away from it. But I also encourage you to live it. This is where the rubber meets the road, as my dad would say. This is what really matters to the world. And I say it often in my yoga classes, and I've said it a few times on this podcast. The world needs you. The world needs you living in alignment with your purpose because that's why you're here. We need all of the people we can get living purpose-driven lives, living purpose-driven lives at work, whatever level they're at, at home, raising children, being a friend, voting, being a consumer of things. If you are paying attention to your purpose, you will know the right thing to do. You will know the right thing for you. So. I hope that this has been helpful. Feel free to rewind, go back, pause things, work through things again. Send me a message. I would love to hear from you. I am honored to have been of any help to anyone in finding their personal purpose over the years. And it is my joy. It is part of my own purpose in holding space for others, in making space that people can feel safe enough to be themselves. So I hope that's what I've done for you today. Please do share this podcast, share this particular episode. I really want this to get out there. I want to help as many people as possible to find and live their purpose. And if you're still struggling with any of this, reach out to me, please. I would love to hear from you. My email address is Betsy, B-E-T-S-Y, at Betsy-read.com. You can find it in the show notes or you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at the Betsy Reed. Again, that's B-E-T-S-Y-R-E-E-D. So spread the word, get in touch. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what your personal purpose is and how you're living it in the world because this is how we move forward together. And this is why I'm excited about what comes next. Life will be easy, life will be hard. It will be all of the things it always has been. But as we have more people joining this tribe of purpose-driven, clear-eyed, fully alive and aligned people, we have a pretty amazing gang to work with, to collaborate with, just vibe with. And that's what we all want, right? We all want a tribe of like-minded souls who are trying to do the best thing they can for themselves and each other. So that's what I'm advocating for. So welcome to my tribe. And I hope I'm part of yours. Thank you for listening today. Stay uncomfortable. Find your purpose. Let me know how it goes. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts, leave me a five-star and written review, and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. 
Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast, and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable.